until I see you again Until I see you again gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome back to pure finesse here with jay and malcolm to you today it is all about super bowl sunday when yes, february 7th at 6 30 p.m eastern standard time in the great state of florida who happens to not care much about this thing called coronavirus <laughs> the kansas city chiefs will be playing the tampa bay buccaneers in arguably the biggest game on the calendar year the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of storylines to get to with this Super Bowl because honestly, this is probably going to be one of the most talked about Super Bowls for years to come because of the two guys under center. And that happens to be the young gun, the young goat, as they proclaim them, Patrick Mahomes against the undoubtedly greatest of all time quarterback in Tom yeah. Brady. Malcolm, where do we start, my friend? Where can we start? Well, first of all, I'm just um, obviously I'm not a huge fan of Tom Brady, but you got to respect his greatness because of how of how successful he's been. Right. You can't deny that he's been successful. And the fact that he's what, 42 or 41 now, 43, 43, 43 even older than I expected. And he said he's looking to play beyond the age of 45 still. And I don't see any slowing down. Every analyst likes to say, oh, this is Tom Brady's last year. He's falling off. Next year, makes it the Super Bowl. Wins or win or lose, he makes it to the Super Bowl, right? So I know no one really wants to see Tom Brady win. Um, but at the same time, not a lot of people want to see Kansas City win either because of how successful they've been. Uh, first storyline, obviously, the Chiefs going 14-2. No scares in the postseason, right? They had a pretty – they pretty much dominated. Even without Patrick Mahomes, um, they had Chad Henney coming against their Cleveland Browns and get that big run and secure first down and that big pass to Tyreek Hill, was it, for the first down too? Um, so I don't think they, even without Patrick Mahomes, they still found a way to win. He's back. He's ready to play. Um, do you think the Chiefs, who, who honestly, who do you think is going to be the favorite for this matchup? Well, Vegas, nice place. Caesars Palace, thank you very much. Have the Chiefs as a three-point favorite for, I would say, obvious reasons because this is, in Patrick Mahomes' era, the worst season they've had is an AFC conference, a conference game in the three seasons Patrick Mahomes has been under center. Yeah. Um, so T- Tampa Bay's had some scares in the playoffs because, you know, they almost had the great folk hero story of Taylor Heineke yeah. for the football team almost knocking off Tampa Bay and a loose cannon arm in the NFC title game against the Packers, you know, throwing a, yeah. Tom Brady throwing a couple really bad interceptions to Green Bay. So there have been some hiccups on the road to the Lombardi for Tampa Bay and Kansas city has been Kansas city, right? Like you expect them to dominate and put up 30 points a game yeah. and not care about the ball defensively. Cause you're just going to outscore you or run the football or throw the football down your throat. But we got to talk about the goat Tom Brady. This is going to be his 10th Super Bowl appearance. And if you do the math, 
that accounts to 18% of the over of the, all the Super Bowls that Tom Brady has played started in 18% of the game. So we're witnessing greatness. Um, and he's 43 years of age. He's going to be the oldest quarterback to play in a Super Bowl, start a Super Bowl, and possibly win it, you know, because he's he's got he's got six and he's looking for number seven. Um Tampa Bay. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I just want to say he has a great he has a greater chance of making the Super Bowl than Steph Curry does of making a three-pointer. That's right. Career. I heard right? that. I heard that's that a crazy statistic. That's just insane to be that successful in the NFL. I heard something else too. It was like about the New York Rangers. So Tom 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 Brady making it to the Super Bowl and the New York Rangers doing something. <laughs> but yeah, it still floats. It still floats the conversation about how those two are somewhat intertwined is somewhat unbelievable. Ridiculous. But this is going to be Tampa Bay's second ever Super Bowl appearance. The last time they went in the Super Bowl, it was Super Bowl 37, and they beat the Oakland Raiders with John Gruden being the head coach of Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I think a kind of suitable coach who's kind of along the same lines of himself is Bruce Arians, right? You know, he's yeah. been named the quarterback whisperer, you know, Jameis Winston being there last year, 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. It's been pretty well noted. But I think, again, it's been pretty documented how Bruce Arians has kind of let Tom Brady just do his thing, right? Rather than, you know, him, I think, not right now, but I would say in about 15 years, everyone's going to forget about Bruce, unless they win. Unless they win. About Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's name is always going to be intertwined. And this year, I think, has changed the narrative that Brady doesn't need Belichick to survive. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, did you see the clip of Bruce Aris on, like, a, a third down? Bruce Ar- I think, no, fourth down. Bruce Aris saying, go for it, go for it, go for it. And Tom Brady's, like, just looking over it. He's like, I don't think I will. <laughs> he, he doesn't do it. He calls the shots there in Tampa Bay right now. Yeah, it's really something else to watch. And. In Kansas City, they're making back-to-back Super Bowl champ Super Bowl appearances, and they're obviously the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. And the last team to repeat as Super Bowl champions, oh, the quarterback on the other side of the ball happened to be the guy doing it, and that was the 0304 New England Patriots. So, yeah, this is definitely the passing of the torch, right? You got the young goat in Patrick Mahomes, who's going to be the only quarterback ever to make two Super Bowls before turning the age of 26 years of age and the 43 year old, I don't know if you can say it enough, the 43 year old quarterback of Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady now, he has the potential to be the first quarterback ever, first player ever <clears throat> to stop two teams from going back to back. He did it against Seattle with that Malcolm Butler interception. They won because Seattle won the year before and they can do it now again uh, with Kansas city trying to go back to back, arguably making the best best run by a team of all time if they do win this one uh, and we know these teams played each other already this year right uh it was chiefs bucks week what week 12 27 24 uh patrick mahomes went off tyree kill went off patrick mahomes for threw for 462 yards and tyree had 269 yards and 300 in the first quarter in the first quarter and then he kind of died out only got 70 yards the rest of the game but still an insane game and tony romo called it that game right it's going to be this matchup in the super bowl obviously of all people, Tony Romo. Yeah, I was gonna say it's pretty hard to pick that one, right? Like seriously. I'm serious, but like, Tony. Real bold Romo, prediction there, Tony. Well, I think he he's kind of like a genie, bro. He knows everything that's gonna go on. He knows every play that's gonna happen. But like you said, it's gonna be the passing of the torch because uh, even Tom Brady said Mahomes has a few Super Bowls left in him. He thinks in his career, and I think a lot of people expect that too if he continues to play the way he's playing. Right? He has to live up to that contract. 
Uh, yeah. So I will get into game breakers. Obviously, you talked about the two quarterbacks, but who's going to be more important on Kansas City's side of the ball? Is it going to be Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey for this game? Honestly, I think it's going to be Travis Kelsey. He's been that guy, that go-to guy for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, red zone, big red zone threat, right? Accounting for over like 1,100 yards this season. Um, a crazy stat to me too. I don't know if you guys knew, if you knew this or if anyone else knew this, but Gronk and Travis Kelsey are the same age. Um, that's just something that stood out to me. They're both 31. Gronk drafted in 2010. Kelsey drafted in 2013. 13. Yeah, they're both 31. I thought Gronk was a bit older. You're, you're going to search it up. You're going to search it up. It's true. It's true. Um, I think it's going to be a good tight end battle, but back to your point, I think Kelsey will make more of an impact than Ty Hill this game. Yeah, I think it's more one of the underrated parts of this game is that we're probably going to get the best tight end matchup we've seen in the Super Bowl yeah, with Gronk and Travis Kelsey. Like Travis Kelsey was top five in reception yards in all of the NFL rather than yeah. just tight ends. So arguably this could have been the best tight end or season a tight end has ever had in the NFL. And it was this year with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And Gronk's back at the big dance, man. You know, he took off last year because your boy Tom didn't want to, or he didn't want to go back to play in the frigid temperatures of Foxborough with Bill. So he's having fun in Tampa Bay, partying it up as we know Gronk to do. But I think they're pretty close to the same comparison, right? You see Travis Kelsey's kind of the same kind of lovable, you know, fun, charismatic guy like you see with Gronk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's packed it up, right? If, if you're going to talk to smack and, you know, fight for your right to party as it likes to do. He's you got to back it up. And he had over 1,300 receptions and he's back in the big dance. So I was reason with you the same way that I think that Travis Kelsey is much more important to the team than Tyree Hill. Yeah. Obviously he had a total roast, almost 270 reception yards against the Bucks last Great. time they played. But I said this to Mateus earlier today. Uh, I think there's a couple other receivers in Kansas city who have not I would not compare them to Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill is on this pedestal. But yeah. I think there's a lot of other players who are right there. Like yeah. Nicole Hardman, Demarcus yep. Robinson. Demarcus Robinson just got activated on the COVID list. So he's going to be playing on Super Bowl Sunday. And Kyle Pringle, if I pronounce the first name wrong, I'm sorry, but Pringle is the last name. All of them are speedy receivers like Tyreek Hill. Yeah. So I think that there's a lot more to compare with Tyreek Hill. And I know Ty- Travis Kelsey says, on this other level. Like I think of Travis Kelsey and I can think of maybe two tight ends who are anywhere near yeah. Travis Kelsey. I one, of them is, one of them is George Kittle. So yeah, true. I think that Travis Kelsey just brings a lot more to the table than Tyreek Hill. And this brings me to my next question is because Patrick Mahomes' contract kicks in next season. Who do you pay? Do you pay Tyreek Hill or do you pay Travis Kelsey? Yes, I think it's going to be one or the other. Right. So the, like I said, like Travis Kelsey's 31 right now. Um, but I don't think he's any, has any signs of slowing down. I really don't. And I think you'd have to pay Travis Kelsey um, just because of like how big he is. I know Tyreek's that big, fast, that, that fast guy, right? But like you said, they have fast guys already. And we've seen that in McCall Hardman, even in the game before, and Marcus Robinson and Pringle. One guy who you forgot to, me- uh, to mention, and he might not be active for this game, is Sammy Watkins. And he's one of the go-to receivers for Mahomes in sticky situations. Uh, hopefully he he'll be able to play because obviously you want everyone to play. Um, but if you get back to your point, I think he, in my opinion, I'd pay Kelsey more over Ty Hill. I think he has more value to the team. Yeah, I'm 100% agreement with you. <laughs> uh, but I honestly, I think one of those two is going to be taking pay cuts because I don't think a whole lot of people want to break up this beautiful romance that's happening in Kansas City right now. 
No. And it's all thanks to Andy Reid. You know, Andy Reid has been absolute genius in Kansas City, having to match, I would say, a lot of egos on this team, like Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. Patrick Mahomes has been kind of on the down low. But Chris Jones, Frank Clark, you know, not well-known names now, but five years ago they were big names that went to Kansas City. And now they do, they know their role. And they've been to reemerge the honey badger, right? Tyron yeah. Matthew, I think, was, was kind of an afterthought yeah. signing with Kansas City. And now everyone's back on the honey badger's train, right? I think a lot of people slept on him when uh, he went to Houston from Arizona. You know, not yeah. the sexiest of names going to – going into Houston and we know how big of a dumpster fire that organization is over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. And he's kind of reemerged himself again in Kansas city. Like he should have been all pro, but he, he was a pro bowler. Mm. So he's got the recognition he's definitely deserved, but Andy Reed, man, this is going to be the first time ever that a team, uh, Andy or a team has made back to back to back conference championships with two really? different teams. It's really Andy Reed's done it with the chiefs. And he did it with the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. Like, I I think he could be in that conversation for best coach of all time. Do you, don't you agree? Uh, he has to be now. Yeah, obviously. Um, especially yeah. if they win. Because, you know, before yeah. last year, I think Andy Reid was the best coach to never win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and more doubt he did. And, you know, he got the nice little double cheeseburger at the end of it, you know, after the Gatorade shower. So I'm sure he enjoyed his extra, I'm sure extra mayo, extra ketchup on the cheeseburger for Coach Reid. So, yeah, Shady McCoy, nice. Uh, so Andy Reid is definitely going to be in the conversation now. Should be a Hall of Famer. Now he's won one, and yeah, if he wins this one, I think exactly. he's definitely in that conversation. Him and Belichick is one of the best modern day coaches of all time. Of all time. Yeah, but we're going to go flip sides to the Tampa Bay side of things, and you want to talk about the weapons that Kansas City Steve is going to have to cover. Yeah. Uh, and their biggest, I, I, in my opinion, obviously, be being a Pittsburgh fan is AB, but he may not even be in the game. He's questionable too, but even without him, they've got a lot of guys. Who's that guy? Is it Tyler Johnson, his name? Uh, I can't remember if that's his first name, but it's Johnson, I'm pretty sure. And he's only made a few catches all season, and then he's come up big in the playoffs for them in some clutch situations. So he's going to be a guy, I think, to look out for. Obviously, Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Robert Gronkowski, uh, Cameron Brait. And then on on the backfield, you got Fournette. Um, Ronald uh, Jones. We're on Ronald Jones. And then I was blanking. There's so many of them. And then, like I just put down, LaShawn McCoy, he may be the first player ever to win two Super Bowls being inactive with both teams, right? Because he was inactive last year, one with Kansas City. He might be inactive again this Sunday. And who knows if Tampa Bay is going to win, and he could get some easy, an easy ride to another Super Bowl. Yeah, I think Kansas City's defense, I think, is over for over overperformed. Excuse me. Yeah. In the playoffs, and I think they're going to get exposed Sunday with the plentiful weapons at Tom Brady's disposal. Legarius Need has played out of his mind in the playoffs, and he's going to have his hands full with either Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski. Gambray, Scotty Miller, Antonio Brown. You keep naming them off. Who knows? Yeah, right. So they, Kansas City, Steve Spagnolo's defense is going to be in for a tough one, to say the least. But Tom Brady's going to clean up his interceptions if they're going to have any chance of winning this game because you cannot give the ball Depending to that 15 in red. No. Because you're asking for six. You're asking for it. <laughs> uh, so let's get right into it here, Malcolm. What 
is the key for each team's success. Okay, so for, in my opinion, for Tampa Bay, I think they have the edge on defense, right? And I think if they can sack Patrick Mahomes, if they can get to the quarterback, then they will win this game. If they get at least three sacks, I'm saying it's all Tampa Bay's game, right? And for, for Kansas City, I think you just got to get the ball in the hands of your playmakers, right? You got to get the ball to Kelsey and Tyree Kill. They're going to be locked up, and you know this defense is good. Uh, but you got to get the – if you can't find a way, you got to find a way. But I think we all know Patty Mahomes finds a way to get to his playmakers. What do you think? Well, I'm going to go off your point with Tampa Bay's defense getting home with sacks. They're missing their left tackle, Eric Fisher. Yeah. Or Achilles tendon. So that guy with the hyphenated last name and Jason Pierre-Paul, oh, watch out. If you're looking for a Super Bowl MVP sleeper, JPP might be your man because awesome. I think – Backup left tackle is – and you know what? Crazy stat of the day. You know who's undefeated in the playoffs? Who? Jason Pierre-Paul. No, he's not. In the playoffs. Those two Super Bowl runs with the Giants Damn, and this one. True. Oh, my gosh. So, don't uh, don't say I told you so. But they're also <laughs> missing another guard in Mitchell Schwartz. So, two huge pieces of that O-line protecting young 15 and Pat Mahomes – is going to be tested on Super Bowl Sunday. And, it, you know, it's not against the most easiest of defensive units in no. the world. You know, I can list them off for you. Levante, David, Shaq Barrett, Devin White, JPP. <laughs> Antoine, hopefully Antoine Whitfield plays the star young rookie safety. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a very tough – it's going to be – Patrick Mahomes, if they have – Kansas going to have to get rid of the ball quick. And they're good at that, you know, because Tyreek Hill has got that game break speed, obviously. Yeah. And you saw it with Buffalo, you know, the quick underhand hook, underhand throws to Kelsey, all the misdirections, I think will be very prominent in Kansas City's style of offense come Sunday, just because of how questionable the offensive line is going to be looking on Sunday. So Kansas City's success is to begin the ball quick out the field. And scoring long drives, you know, not getting the ball to Tom and the sus defense that they have. And in Tampa Bay side of the things, same thing with Kansas City. Hold on to the ball as long as you can, yeah. you know, no deep shit. As much as Bruce Arians loves to air the ball out, I would be very hesitant on seeing a whole lot of deep shots. That's Tom Brady's game, him. though, short passes. Exactly, right? That's the Belichick style, the check downs, exactly. the slants. Yep. So... That aspect of it will be very watched, very easy to watch for. But the game breakers for me is in the linebackers. And hmm. I couldn't tell you a Kansas City linebacker. Oh, but if you want to name me Tampa Bay's, they're pro bowlers. Levante, yeah. David, and Devin White. Yeah. It's, Devin White is one of the most hardest-hitting linebackers in all of football. And if you got Edwards, Zilaire, you got Damian Williams, or you got Le'Veon Bell, Whoever's coming at you, I think you're getting stopped. I think it's just, it's not even a question. And, you know, Tampa Bay has got Leonard Fournette. They got Ronald Jones and maybe Shady McCoy if he's in, maybe. if he's active for it. Maybe. I think they're going to have a field day. I think Leonard Fournette is going to get a touchdown in this game. Yeah. And if you, I think one of them is going to get over 100 yards. If it's going to be Ronald Jones or it's going to be Leonard Fournette. It's going to be either one of them. And so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh. I was just going to say, I think we didn't, we didn't mention this yet though. This is the first time, right? That a uh, team is going to be playing at home in the Super Bowl, and who other than to do it, 
than Tom Brady, right? I know we all want to get back to normal. We wanted to get 2020 back to normal. I don't think any of us really wanted Tom Brady back in the Super Bowl. That's pretty normal, right? I didn't think we wanted it that way, but we got it. And he has the potential to make history once again. And it, it's just, it's just perfect. It's a perfect match made in paradise. So for what I've heard, you know, the boat in Raymond James is being taken out of the game to make it as neutral as possible. Really? There'll be no cannons going off for touchdowns, whether it's Kansas City scoring or whether it's Tampa Bay scoring. Oh, come on. And I think it's going to be a pretty cool atmosphere because what I've been hearing is there's a lot of Chiefs fans roaming around Tampa. Yeah, really? But who knows, right? You're getting 30,000 fans there. 3,500 are going to be vaccinated healthcare workers. Mm-hmm. But what I want to get into is the prop bets, my friend, because you oh, know, yeah. there's been a I've lot of things these. made I've been looking about at a couple of these. So I'm going to lay them off for you one for one here. Yeah, it's here. National anthem being over or under two minutes. Who's singing it? Couldn't tell you who. I know Eric Church is joining this lady, but the only the two times, the, this, this lady consecutively twice has been under two minutes. I'm saying over. I'm saying over. It's the Super Bowl. I'm saying they're prolonging you know, this anthem. You know what a, the, an American's favorite song is, Malcolm? Um, you can you tell me? Can you enlighten me, it's please? Star Spangled Banner. That, <laughs> yeah, that's their favorite song. So, <laughs> I think it's it is the Super Bowl, and yeah. there's two and there's two singers. So I think it's kind of inevitable about to be a little. Exactly. Exactly. So I think it's. I think it's. I was going to say, yeah. I think it's inevitable. The Gatorade color. Yeah. The favorite is orange. I'm going red. I'm going all in on red. There's a guy who put 200K on red. I saw $200,000 on red. If it's the Chiefs, I think it will be. If the Chiefs win, it will be orange because that was the color of the Gatorade yeah, when they won. And I'm yeah. sure they're superstitious that way. But if Tampa wins, you know, the threads are going to be red. Mm-hmm. So I think it will be. My money is on red. Yeah. And the last one I think that piqued my interest was the opening song for the weekend at the Super Bowl halftime show. Well, I don't think it'll Favorite be Favorite right away. now is Starboy. That's what I was, I was about to say Starboy. I didn't even look at everything. I was going to say Starboy. Don't think Blinding Lights will be the first one. I think it's um, the last. I, and there's two others. I don't think you know about these. Um, what do you think the, his oh, opening? Oh, I wasn't, I was going to, I was ready. I see you calling in a crowded room. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That won't be it. But what's the one? It's, uh, oh, I was just singing it. Oh my God. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll, it'll come to me. It'll come okay. To me. One of them is what do you think he's going to, what jacket color do you think he'll start well, out with in the halftime show? I think it's on red right now is the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there'll be, there'll be zero name. There'll be zero outfit changes. I think. The yeah. only thing that I think the only thing he'll do was maybe bandage himself up, which I could only think, I think that's the only thing that's going to happen because the weekend, every performance I've seen him in has been in that red blazer ever since Blanding Lights has come out. Exactly. That's what I think. But it's and then bothering me how I don't know the song <laughs> that I'm trying to think of right now. It's there's there's really two more. I'll, I'll give you the two other ones. Is is Will Andy Reid mention a cheeseburger in this Super Bowl after the Super Bowl? Win or lose. And then is Tony Romo going to mention his Oh, I feel it coming. Oh, my God. I feel it coming, baby. I feel it. That's it. Yep, that is the one. That's it. I got it. it. Yeah, but the weekend's got some 
you know, it's been a long time. I think it's about time the Canadians got the stage. Yeah. And he's got some great songs, right? And I honestly, I will not be surprised. I'm excited. I know COVID might put a damper on things. And the weekend has come out and said, like, there'll be no guests. He's putting money I'll in it, I'll be surprised though. that there'll be a little love in the crew with Drake. With Drake? A little love in the crew? Love in the crew. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, everyone loves Drake, though. So that, that wouldn't be a bad That's, idea. That song's unbelievable. He is putting seven million of his own money into this halftime show too. Yeah, but seven million of my own money into the Pure Fitness podcast. What do you mean? <laughs> Great. Exactly. Looks fantastic. There was one more too. Heads or tails? Oh, heads or tails? You gotta go heads. Gotta well, go. Well, the heads. experts have said that it's gonna be a fifty percent chance that it's going to be heads. Fifty percent. Those are good odds. I like those odds. Yeah, but tails never fails, my friend. <laughs> but. Super Bowl 55 seems to be one of the biggest ones yet. Um, I don't think we're going to be seeing any more buildup to this one before any other Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a long time until we see more buildup like this. And it's mm -hmm. a shame because COVID's kind of put a damper on things of the whole Super Bowl week festivities. But yeah. let's get right into the predictions. Malcolm, who wins Super Bowl 55? Oh, you know, if Tom Brady wasn't on that side of the ball, I would be going for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I think... Kansas City will win this one. I think they're going to go back to back. I think the torch will be handed down to Patrick Mahomes as the new face of the National Football League. And my score prediction for this game, I think it's going to be a very high scoring game. I think the score will be 42 to 35. Fair prediction. I'm flipping it. I'm going with Tampa Bay. They win their First team to win at home, at mm -hmm. home. Brady gets number seven. Can't I have. think that the defense in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, like he they did to Aaron Rodgers twice, yeah. will be getting to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, JPP, Devin White, is going to have a field day. Uh, Tom Brady, multiple touchdown passes. Mike Evans gets a touchdown. Chris Godwin gets a touchdown. Leonard Fournette gets a touchdown. Who else? Everyone. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. Everyone gets and a they touchdown. They call me Oprah. They call me Oprah. <laughs> My score prediction is going to be a 45 to 38 oh, victory fair. Fair. for the Buccaneers. Who is your Super Bowl MVP? So with Kansas City winning, I think Kelsey is going to get three touchdown passes. And I think he will be the Super Bowl 55 MVP. Well, I don't know if you know peanut butter on jelly, but I think it's going to be the same amount of coverage that Devin White is going to be having on Travis Kelsey. Who I knows? Think, Who knows? I think so. And if it ain't Tom Brady, because I'm sure if any way Tampa Bay wins, I don't think there's any way that Tom Brady does not win Super Bowl MVP just because the NFL is corrupt as it gets and they just He's want to have a superstar holding the trophy at the end. But in realistic picks, I think another defensive player – who yeah. won MVP, joined the ranks of Vaughn Miller and Malcolm Smith of the last two defensive MVPs. And it's either going to be that linebacker I just mentioned, Devin White, or it's going to be JPP with a multiple sack game and a forced fumble. I would put my money on Shaq Bear on that defense if it was Tampa Bay to win the game. Nice. <laughs> so with Malcolm, it's Super Bowl 55. You know, we'll have no more football until you hear from us on the NFL draft side of things come April. Oh, be We're going to be old old codgers by the time september if you can believe september is mean the next time we're gonna be seeing meaningful nfl football yeah but, you know the fans don't really know this one but this does mark the unofficial one year anniversary 
of the podcast. You know, the audio of that episode was a little chopped to say the least. A little bit. You know, a couple of young rooks in the business learning the way of the craft. <laughs> it, it took some getting used to. It did. But and when I say it took some time, it took us, I don't know, three months to get <laughs> three used months to, it. to get it down. Because, you know, that was really the first episode was the NFL draft. Yeah. So it's been a fun ride. Uh, learning to learn the ways of the craft and the perks and the advantages of having a podcast and getting to know a bunch of great people along the way and making some really good connections along the way. Yeah. I'm on a hell of a ride so far. And a lot, I don't think the bus is getting off just yet. Not even close. Not so, even close. Enjoy. Oh, okay. I can't believe I forgot to mention this too. Tim and Sid, one of the great shows of Canada on Sportsnet, had this great question to ask. It's have you ever heard the term start, bench, or cut? Yeah, I have. So I mean. yes. So Super Bowl is known for the game. It's known for the commercials. It's known for the halftime show. It's also known for the nibbles. Yes, you it know. Is. So Tim and Sid had this great conversation going on today. Start bench or cut? Wings, nachos, or pizza? What's your list? Uh, I talked about this today because my roommate Trevor, you guys know Trevor, uh, asked me the same question. I got to start pizza. I got to bench the wings. And Whoa. I got to cut the nachos, my guy. And Trevor agrees with me the same order. Because I, I, I am switching the wings and the pizza around. That wings are the best thing uh, you to need go on Super Bowl. You know, if you want to socialize, like, I know COVID's got but the roommates, you want to socialize, you know, you got this big greasy thing of pizza, you have to hold a plate in a wing, you just go, gone. It's and all the simple. sauce is all over the place. It's, oh, it's simple. It's simple. Come on, not, not if you're a buffoon like yourself who's got <laughs> sauce in his eyebrows. But can you level with me here? Where is the best place to get wings? Is it from the grocery store or is it from out? Is it from outside? No, it's from outside the grocery store for sure. It's definitely like Wild Wing or. So um, you're splurging on Super Bowl with Wild Wing. Or we might be going for a pizza, pizza whole combo. We're getting. It. I was going to say the more, pizza wings. most you don't pizza, pizza. It's like it's got good pizza. It's okay. You go there it's for okay. the wings. Yeah, exactly. You go there for the exactly. wings. Yeah. But we know those are the three probably most popular snacks. What is the most underrated Super Bowl snack? Oh my gosh, he's throwing hard balls out. Curveballs at me right now. I, I don't know if I've ever had anything else. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've had anything else other than wings, pizza, or nachos at the Super Bowl. If, if, if I have to say something, it has to be like uh, your favorite flavor of chips. Whatever your chip go-to chip is, I think you get you some chips, you get some dip. We're making that buffalo dip, by you the like way. like your chips with a dip? We're making that buffalo dip, by the way. Don't buffalo you chicken dip, my friend. You, you guys, yeah, I know buffalo. Not spinach chicken. dip. No, it's the buffalo chicken dip. We got the we got the uh, recipe here, so we're making that. We're gonna splurge here, but I'd say hey, chip. Kind of what, question before you before you say that, did you already buy the chicken for the buffalo chicken dip? No, we already had chicken here, my guy. Oh, I was gonna say the most cheat, the biggest cheat code in making buffalo chicken dip. And don't look at me funny when I tell you this. It's canned chicken. No, I know, 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 chicken, but can't, I'm just, I'm telling you, you don't even know. I didn't even know, like my sister makes the most fantastic Buffalo chicken dip in the world. And I didn't even know it was canned chicken until she told me it was canned chicken. That's a head scratcher. I don't know about that one. If next time, if you ever come and I have Buffalo chicken dip, 
I'm sure you forgot this conversation, and I hope you do because it's, it'll be it'll be canned chicken, Damn, and you I, won't I'm even excited. know. I'm excited to taste it now. But underrated good. Super Bowl snacks, you can't even tell me. Meatballs in the little Swedish meatball action. Meatballs. Swedish meatballs. Swedish be- I've never heard of that. No way you're saying meatballs right now. Buddy, it's your, like two days <laughs> or Sunday, there will be Swedish meatballs cooking in the crock pot. Damn, and bro. Have you ever heard of, des- you heard of desserts at the Super Bowl? No, I have not. Cupcakes? Actually. Oh, I've had cupcakes at the Super oh, Bowl, yes. And the, and the Grey Cup party, I've had cupcakes. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to get fancy with the frosting if you want to. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're into that kind of stuff. You want the football, the football decorations. Yeah, I'm not that artist. I'm not that artist I'm artistically like that. Like inclined to say the least. From the store. Go, go but to I, I, there's nothing better. You know, if you want to get real fancy with it, a nice little red velvet cupcake with a little buttercream cheese frosting <laughs> on top. Cremes <laughs> of the creme, baby. There's nothing better. So enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. Look up your favorite drinking games. It's going yeah. to be a time and a half. Brady Mahomes, Kelsey Gronk, D versus offense. The weekend doing his halftime show. It's going to be uh, Tony Romo. Come on. No, I forgot. Yeah, Tony Romo. Woohoo. Tony Romo. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can't wait for that. So until then, enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll be back next week. It's Jacob and Cole.